Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Martin Riedel is postdoctoral research fellow at the Center for Media Engagement's Propaganda Research Lab at the University of Texas, Austin. Tell me about the Propaganda Research Lab, Martin. Hi, it's good to be with you. Um, we do a lot of research on this and misinformation, you know, and there's a lot of it out there, So, especially during election season. So some of the work that we're focusing on um, pertains to encrypted messaging platforms and the ways in which those are used uh, for the spread of false narratives that are tied to politics. So from what I understand, somebody like Marco Rubio, who's running, mm-hmm. wants to sway voters, and he finds out that people who would support him with like Chick-fil-A, Ram Trucks, Duck Dynasty, John Fetterman, on the other hand, is searching for fans of microbreweries, Teslas, right. and Dave Matthews. Right. And, yeah, I mean, in, in some sense it makes sense, right? Um, um, so many issues in the United States um, in these times are, have become political issues, and so it's it's relatively easy to infer about someone's political identity on the basis of cultural choices, if you will. Um, of course, there's there's issues with that, right? We don't want to be necessarily targeted because of our food choices or our music choices. So, so that's that, that's an area of concern, I would argue. And the people that have this data are Facebook and Instagram, and they're using what they gather based on our tastes, um, right? To to yeah. sell advertising to politicians, right? And like in some sense, it's not surprising that politicians operate just like other advertising uh, corporations that want to, you know, advertise their goods to us. Um, And it's also not surprising that there's multiple data points that are used as proxies to infer identity. But, um, you know, you can learn an awful lot about the the choices that people make about what they purchase. Um, And advertisers can use that as proxies for for all sorts of things, including political identity. Okay, so... Can we can we opt out of this? Is there a way that we can not be followed when we're on any social media platform so that everything we post isn't digested and turned into a piece of data that Facebook or Instagram or Meta can sell so that we can be targeted by these people? You know, that's a really difficult one. And this, this, this con- it's this conundrum that we are faced with, this convenience conundrum that when you ask people, you know, when you tell people about all the data that's collected about them, at the same time, they will still say they want to continue using a certain platform just because it's so awfully convenient. So so um, it's difficult to completely opt out of, of those data collection practices, uh, in fact. And do you think people are aware that everything that they post, everything that they like is being used to target them? Do you think the general public is really aware? I mean, they hear it on radio programs and TV programs, but I don't think most people give it much thought. Right. That's certainly true. But um, I would also argue that people, that there's like an increasing algorithmic literacy, so literacy about the ways in which uh, content gets to us. Um, I'm sure you've experienced this yourself, that, that you were on Instagram, or you talk to your partner or friend's family about a certain issue, and then minutes later it popped up. And people are starting to ask questions about why that is the case. And so I do think... Um, not nearly enough people are asking these important questions, but it's certainly an issue that has 
has has become more central, especially when we think of you know scandals that platforms have been involved with in the more recent past. Um, Cambridge Analytical scandal dates back a few years now. We have more congressional hearings in which platform executives are invited. So I think all of that is good momentum to 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 raise the profile and have people ask more critical questions about their data. Martin Riedel is in a postdoctoral research fellow at the Center for Media Engagement's Propaganda Research Lab at the University of Texas in Austin. Are our rules in our country kind of lax? I mean, do people have an easier time mining data from us than they do in, let's say, Europe? Yeah, so privacy, federal privacy regulation is a, an issue in which the United States has not you know, caught up, um, especially when we look to Europe and the recent legislation, the Digital Services Act and other legislation is, is far more comprehensive than what we see in the United States. Um, there are areas in this country that are moving faster um, than the federal government. If you look to California, it's, it's, it's typically a safe bet to look at what's going on in Europe and to look at what's going on in California and then um, take, make a prognosis from that as to what might be happening at the federal level. But you're absolutely right. The, the privacy laws in the United States are not up to snuff and on par with other parts of the world. And, and most people know that, you know, everything we post is just being used to sell us maybe a car or a TV or whatever it might be. I don't think people realize it's actually being used to manipulate you and to sway your vote. And that's what we're seeing, especially right. at this polarized time in our nation, right? Right. Yeah. One of the issues that at the Propaganda Research Lab we've looked into in the past is the role of influencers and particular influencers who are advertising um, on on behalf of political campaigns. Sometimes they're endorsed or asked by political campaigns. Sometimes there's like a, an influencer marketing company that is behind that. Um, and, you know, that's not per se something bad or false. The problem is if there is no disclosure and people don't know that this influencer that they've been following for a long time on Instagram, that is perhaps talking about um, clothing to them, um, all of a sudden, you know, has either struck a deal or, you know, um, has, has gotten like merchandise from a political campaign and then in exchange for that is starting to talk about politics on their feet. So so this question of disclosure and when we know that we're being targeted, that's, uh, that's a tricky one. And that's when we need to see more um, legislation. And it seems like from what I've been reading that Joe Rogan fans are sought after and definitely targeted by both sides of the aisle when it comes to politics. Do you have any research on that or any any feeling about that? You know, I don't. I personally have, uh, I'm not a Joe Rogan listener, and so I, I, I yeah, I'm afraid I, I have not. But Joe Rogan is a polarizing figure and commands extremely large crowds in this country, and so um, it's not surprising to me that people want to go after the people who are interested in Joe Rogan. That that seems seems like an obvious choice for you know politicians on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. In fact, what I had read is that Joe Rogan attracted more attention from campaigns targeting Facebook ads than any other interest topic in the period that was analyzed in a in a research project done by CNN. And nine Democratic campaigns excluded those interested in Rogan from receiving some of their ads. So those polarizing individuals certainly are targets for political ads. If you know that, um, you know, it's just like music. Like they said, some right. people might target Taylor Swift fans. Some people might target Jason Aldean fans. You kind of know where people lean based on their music taste. And it also 
Martin, does it re- it expends to sports and TV and every other aspect of what we would consider to be entertainment in our life? Yeah, I think so. One thing that you can definitely see is that advertisers are looking around more um, in areas that perhaps haven't been um, expanded in as much. Um, and in some categories um, are forbidden to advertise around, like um, health data is, is more sen- there's more sensible restrictions around that or racial identity. Uh, and so as, you know, advertisers don't are not able to target those, they look around for other proxies that they might be uh, able to use to infer about someone's identity. And so, yeah, it, it, that affects all areas of, of life. Well, thanks for sharing some of your research and your input. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Time to get a check on weather and traffic with Mary Vandeveld. We'll come back and talk to one of the most interesting people in Chicago. That is Howard Tolman, a serial entrepreneur. And you're going to learn about a company that seems to be getting it right by giving people a second chance. What's up, Mary?